sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match this. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hello, people. Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick McCarty. Once again, we have nothing planned for today. At least we're doing an episode this week. Yeah. We forgot last week. Yeah, we just totally biffed it on that one. I don't think Biff is a word. We oofed it. Oof is not a word. Biff is a character name. Isn't there a Biff in Back to the Future? You know there was. Do you think that's a name made up just for that show, or is that like a 50s nickname? I feel like Biff was a nickname. Well, yeah, because... uh, Death of a Salesman, Biff. Oh, well, it shows how much I know. Yeah. I've never watched that or seen it or read it. I have read it. I have not watched it or I've not seen many plays at all in my life. That's a serious drama, right? Yeah, it's a drama. Yeah. I was confusing it with, um, is there a salesman noir novel? Like, Oh, yeah. Uh, the Postman Always Rings. Tw- no, that's, that's not really a salesman. but No, but that think, is what I was thinking of. Yeah. There's also the uh, movie Double Indemnity about the insurance salesman guy. But anyway. I read the book, but never saw the movie Double Indemnity. Oh, is there? I didn't even know it was based on a book. I, I hope I'm not making that up. No, I'm, I'm sure it was. But Spy, I have to look it up because I can't remember the author, but it's someone you'll be like, oh, yeah, him. Is it James M. Kane? Same guy who wrote Postman Always Rings Twice? I'm looking, looking. It's only talking about the movie, so maybe I. it is just a movie. Yep, James M. Kane, you're right. Ah. Wah, wah. Sorry, millennials. Millenn- this is not something that people our age would necessarily be interested in. So I don't know why you're always blaming the millennials. An educated millennial would also be interested in film noir films and books. Oh, like they're educated millennials. Oh, God. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I think this is just my feeling. Uh, you're wrong. Well, feelings can't be wrong, Pat. I learned that in therapy. Um, I think we should stay away from politics altogether on this show. Even I didn't. I didn't bring up politics. Oh no, I know, but we always end up there somehow. I feel like, and like on my Facebook page, it's always political shit, and I'm like, I don't, I don't really get the point anymore. I'm getting a little tired of it. I'm like, yeah, we, we all agree. You're just posting news stuff and saying how stupid it is, but it's well, a there's Alexi coming up. Yeah, in a year. A year from today. No, nah, a year from November. Um, when do primaries happen? Primaries I don't know. will happen in the like starting. When's Iowa? I was. Se- oh yeah, September. Iowa starts. No, it's earlier than September, isn't it? Is like August? I don't know. Iowa. Is that even a state? Uh, yeah, it's the 35th. Never been there. No desire. Uh, Indiana, no desire. February 3rd, 2020. Oh, so almost a year. So why is it that when there's 
just to get into politics without getting into politics, why, why there's an incumbent, they don't really run against the incumbent. I guess they do sometimes. They just decide not to against Trump. Yeah. Because well, Teddy Kennedy did run against Jimmy Carter in oh, 1980. Shit, I don't even remember that. Yeah, he tried to mess things up. He tried, and it was not and he good. did. Well, he did years before. Yeah, Chappaquiddick. Sorry, millennials. Um, millennials do know history. Do you think they're born and they don't learn anything except what they uh, learn day to day, like what's yeah, on their phones? I think they get all their history from Drake. Drake songs. Drake the cupcakes? Mm-hmm. That's an East Coast thing. I don't think we had that out here. Do you have Hostess? We have Hostess. Do you have uh, Twinkies? Well, yeah, that's Hostess. Oh, no, I was talking about the people who are called Twinkies. Oh, yeah, well, I'm in the Bay Area, so of course. We've got everything from furries to McFlurries. Uh, Yeah, I I don't, there's like... I've never met a fairy... And I wouldn't be interested in the sexual aspects of fairy fairyism, but I think it's pretty cool to make their own costumes. I mean, I guess. I guess it's a skill. Well, it's not. They don't just. But to what well, purpose? That's the question. Well, what is? Does any hobby have a purpose? Well, that one does. Is getting laid. I don't think all fairies are into getting laid. Sometimes they just like the costumes. You think? I don't know enough about it. I don't either. But I assume. I do not want to. I'm looking at uh, CNN to try to get some stories, but of course, this is not the place to look for You just said don't talk politics. Stories. And yeah. you're going to the country's newest network. You think they changed their name by now? It's been around since the late 70s. It's no longer the country's newest network. I'm pretty sure it stands for Cable News Network, but... Um, mm-hmm. Does not sound legitimate. Yeah, They could change their... They couldn't change their name to Khan. I guess who would be Khan? Maybe NBC? Khan? Either NBC, a country's oldest network. It'd either be oh. NBC or CBS, because I think ABC is a spinoff of NBC. Is it? But that's the American correctly. Broadcasting Corporation. Yep. Ooh. Let's look at TMZ, see what's going on there. Totally migrant zebras. Yep. Never gone to this site in my life before. There's lots of pop-ups i always go there to get my gossip about my favorite actresses and actors and singers and reality stars du jour did you watch the real world 1994 because this year's its 25th anniversary nope famously starring puck it was based in san francisco oh i did see i did see some of that damn and dave eggers tried to get on it and he failed did he really Mm-hmm. That's the story. I mean, that was wasn't that a part of heartbreaking heartbreaking. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. I gosh. should reread that. I really liked that book when I read it. I bet it doesn't hold up very well, but I do like his subsequent writing. And I'd also like someone who was the same age as I was when I read it to read it to see if they like it just as much or if it, a thing of of its time. Yeah, I I know. I feel like it's probably of its time a little more than than we would think. Well, it looks like Honey Boo Boo. Uh, people trying to make sure her mom doesn't take all her money because she's going on casino trips with her boyfriend. I have no idea who Honey Boo Boo is. Is that a reality star? Yeah, and she got arrested for crack cocaine. Do you think she has any relation to Baby Jane from the 1940s? 
I can't imagine she does not. Was Baby Jane the one that was kidnapped? Is that why they said whatever happened to Baby Jane? No, baby, no, Baby Jane was not kidnapped. Uh, baby Jane was held in a house by her sister. It's not really kidnapping. And uh, hilarity ensued. Oh, is that not a true story? That's just a movie? Yeah, that's right. Okay. I was thinking it was like, what's the Lindbergh baby? The Lindbergh, the Lindbergh baby. baby. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then brutally murdered. Oh my gosh. Is that Charles how that story Oh, racist. they found him. I don't think he was racist. He was just anti-Semitic. Oh, that's all right then. No, no. Well, sound like what racist. you were saying. I was just specifying. Amelia Earhart, sometimes confused with Irma Bombeck. They are not the same person. Nope. Much different. Amelia Earhart was actually funny. Oh, so was Irma Bombeck. I used to like her books when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid being the relevant phrase. I uh, also liked Andy Rooney. You did not. Did you? I did. I liked them. <laughs> Don't you hate it when... I think and when he was younger, maybe he wasn't as crotchety, although he was probably crotchety from the age of 12. Yeah. But he got really bad in old age. Oh, yeah. No, he was a fool. Um, Guns N' Roses drummer Steven Adler stabbed self in household accident they have accident in quotes i mean i don't know what they're trying to imply and i'm not going to click on the link but why so would maybe it... it's that elliot smith story was that he was murdered for a while but they decided he wasn't oh what did they think he was murdered at first i don't even remember that it wasn't at first at first it was just reported that he stabbed himself but then like maybe a year or two later there was like an investigation of his girlfriend or wife i don't remember who was a girlfriend whatever a significant other, and but that never went anywhere. So, just a just a rough way to kill yourself. Yeah, I know. That's like, that's like, yeah, I really mean it. This is not yeah. a cry for help. <laughs> um, Chris Brown and Lil Pump playing charity basketball tourney. I I saw Chris Brown has a new album out. I just who's still like, I can't believe record companies still like. Well, forget record companies. Why are artists performing with him like Justin Bieber? Like, he, there's a lot of stars on that on that album. Oh, is there? Yeah, I didn't even. I just saw there was a new album. But yeah, I don't get it. Um, maybe they thought it was a different Chris Brown. Oh, speaking of your millennial friend, Drake is on the album. Drake, another creepy dude. He's oh right, he does have. I mean, Bieber doesn't really have that in his background, but Drake does. Yeah. <laughs> Drake's like, he's like, kind of R. Kellying um, that that lead girl from uh, Stranger Things. Ooh. Yeah, no. He had like a history of other people too that he oddly. Well, yeah, it's weird. Nicki Minaj is on the album too. Why? Yeah, maybe, I, maybe it's one of those things that no one told these people that it was going to be a Chris album, Chris Brown album. They just like did their. They tracks. just heard the beats and, and were like, yeah, I'll throw this in here. It was right, a big surprise. And it's yeah, it's so weird. Wow, this site is garbage, man. Um, is it oh, garbageman.com? I love that site. I like the little game they have on there where you can you you create your own garbage and put it in the garbage truck. Nope, it's really fun. I was referring to TMZ. Sorry, I was oh. not clear. Well, garbage. I that's my recommendation. Garbageman.com. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a little early for that, but. Well, that's just my early recommendation. Wow, are there like there are no good celebrity news sites, huh? Is this gonna 
wait, just search for good celebrity news site and it'll, it'll take you there. Oh, that's true. Or wait, are you saying you want a celebrity news site about no good people like Chris Brown? Cause no. oh, that's out there too. I, I know that's out there. That's like the X-Files. Man, this is not even news, dude. Kim Kardashian rocks curve-hugging green mini dress for rare, also in quotes, rare, club outing with all her sisters. See the pics. Why is rare in quotes? Does I don't often know. Go out? I assume she's out all the time. I don't know what's rare. Maybe it's rare that she hangs out with her own siblings. I think David Duchovny, David Duchovny I beg your pardon, and Harry Hamlin could play brothers in a the movie. They look very similar. David Duchovny be trying to fuck Harry Hamlin the whole time, though. Mm. Well, he's over that disease. Chris Pratt shares painful-looking pic of his sunburned back after honeymoon with Katherine Schwarzenegger. Yeah, isn't it crazy? He's a one step away from a former governor. One step away from the Terminator? That'll be his next franchise, I bet. I do like him. Even though he has some weird religious shit. thing yeah. going on. He, he's an entertaining fellow. It is sad that he and Anna Faris broke up. Because I like her a lot, too. I've been listening to the uh, Kristen Bell's Husband's podcast. It's not that bad. Yeah, no, he's actually, like, he's a lot more uh, open-minded and, like, and fascinated by things than I would have thought. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, it, like, very interested in, in a lot of things. Um, there's a series where he does a bunch of interviews with people from The Good Place, which is what brought me to listening same. to it. yeah. Included an episode with him, Kristen Bell, which I expected them to talk about the good place a little bit, but basically it was just like a two-hour therapy session, which was really fascinating. Yeah, no, it was, it like was really the, good. They wait. I mean, I don't know how true it was, but the way they they were approaching problems, I thought was awesome. Like Kristen Bell is, it, she's just the best. Yeah, I know. I feel like he, I mean, just from what little I know, it sounds like he might have been kind of lost without her. Yeah, I think she helped him a lot. <laughs> also, uh, he does have a name. He's his name is not uh, Kristen Bell's husband. Well, Pat. sometimes you have to emphasize the good person, Dax Shepard's super fan, I guess. Uh, yeah, why not? I, I mean, do like I do laugh at him in movies. Like he was funny in the movie you never saw, and he was chips. also. I never saw that, but I bet he was funny in that, and he was also very good in Parenthood. Oh yeah, I forgot he was on that show. Which has the, I can't remember her name. Was the who's the actress that was in, that got replaced? Was in that the the Kevin James sitcom that got killed at the end of the. Oh yeah, Aaron. Ah, oh, fuck, I can't remember her last name. Yeah. So she, she was in Parenthood briefly, and they got rid of her because there's another actress also in Parenthood that looked very similar to her. Dude, she gets fucked over. Yeah. And she is a good actress. She's great. I, yeah. yeah, she's uh, really funny, and yeah. I like her a lot. I, it's too bad I can't remember her name either. Well, yeah, it's Aaron something. Um, I'm looking it up. See, CNN has an entertainment page too, and it's no better than TMZ. Is it all talking about no better? It's So that's what they call it? We are no better than TMZ? Yep. That's a good name because everyone will remember what it's from. Kevin Can Wait was the name of the show, which is bad name of the show. Yes. And her name was Aaron Brockovich. You're right. Yeah, Aaron Brockovich. Aaron Chaco snitch. 
Aaron Hayes. Aaron Hayes, yes. Sorry, Aaron Hayes. I know you you're listening. It. Oh, that would be a big bump. Children's Hospital is what I like their best in. Yep, that's where I first saw her. Um, oh, my God. Nicki Minaj and Jimmy Fallon's Red Lobster dinner may be a perfect first date. I, I can't. I can't stand Jimmy Fallon, to be honest. Who is the other fella? Nicki Minaj and who? Jimmy Fallon. Oh, wait. I thought he was married. Yeah, I don't know. what. I'm not going to read this fucking article, but... Mickey Kelly is the person who look looks similar to Aaron Hayes that was in Parenthood, I think. Mickey Kelly? Um, Minka. M-I-N-K-A. Minka Kelly. Mm-hmm. Is she, like... she, was also, she was also in your favorite movie, Lee Daniels, The Butler. Well, my second favorite movie. Sorry. After Driving Miss Daisy. They're rebooting Charlie's Angels and it doesn't look half bad. Did you see that trailer? No. Directed by... (laughs) I'm really bad at names today. But it has the woman from Twilight in it that everyone hates. But she looks like she's fun in this. Wait. That everyone hates? You mean uh, the lead? Yep. Kirsten Dunst. That can't possibly be right. But it is Kristen Stewart. Yeah, Kristen. St- well, does everybody hate her? I think people just hate her, hate Twilight. But I think they. I think I don't know. She's but done she, some good work, and yeah. like, uh, I don't know if you know that Olivier Assayas, Assayas, he's done some stuff with her, um, that have been like serious films, and she can act when she has to. I mean, there, there's really nobody can act in those Twilight films. They're not directed well, and it's impossible shit to say out loud. But, anyway, Elizabeth Banks is the person I couldn't think of. I'm sorry. I didn't oh, know. Elizabeth Banks. She directed Charlie's Angels, the current boot. Oh, no, I did not even know. I mean, I won't see it, but I didn't even know they were doing that. <laughs> what I did know, that Drew Barrymore did a, a few Charlie's Angels films that I thought were pretty funny. I do like Lucy Liu a lot, and she was in them. What I didn't know is she was a producer, and one of the things she insisted upon is that Charlie's Angels could not handle guns. Lucy Liu? Uh, no, on sorry. Oh, Drew the Barrymore. new one. Oh, Drew Barrymore. Drew, the the ones that she that she was involved with making. So that was the main difference you saw in the trailer for these that there's lots of guns involved. Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the Charlie's Angels way. Mm-hmm. Boobs and guns. That's that's the blueprint. You don't you don't second pa- guess Aaron's spelling. Patrick Stewart's also in Charlie's Angels. Well, I didn't realize that um, the the new Picard show. I thought it was being show run by Michael Chabon from the start. But they just announced that he was show running it. So I don't know where I got my bad information that it turned into good information. Damn, man. You got the inside track. I guess so. Are you I just snapping was... your fingers over there? What are you doing? I was banging this thing against my leg. It seems it's called... normal When I say thing, healthy. I mean cat of nine tails. Oh, you're like one of those self-flagellants from the 14th century. Hmm. Well. You know what... Like... I, I don't know why this... I think I read about it recently because um, the... Well, you know, I'll get in... I'll explain it later. Um, so there was, in the 70s, there was a PBS documentary about an American family. Um, the, fuck, and I, of course I can't remember the name of it or anything, but I really want to see it because I've read about it over the years and it was... Like, so one of the sons is gay and I think... Think it might be in a more rural or suburban area, at least, you know. Um, and it was like the first, like the first time 
gayness was really shown on TV in any kind of real way. Um, but anyway, he went on to form a band that played at like CBGBs a lot in the in the later 70s. But do you know what I'm talking about? I think it's called just like an American Family or something. I looked it up. I've never heard of it. But yeah, an American Family. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the Loud and, family is the. But yeah, the Loud family. His name was Lance, Lance Loud. Lance Loud, yeah, and he's yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's what happens when you come out that early, I guess. The mumps. The mumps. Yep. So yeah, I really want to see that. I, considering it's PBS, I gotta figure it's like around somewhere, but maybe I'm it's sure. too old. Yeah. No, I I think it's around. I mean, they have a website for it, so you can thirteen oh, nice. episodes. Uh, but it was set in Santa Barbara. Oh, Santa Barbara. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that for some reason. I thought it was like some Midwest small town. It's ended up documenting the breakup of the family via the separation and subsequent divorce of parents, Bill and Pat Loud. That would be kind of cool to see Santa Barbara back in, back in the day. Yeah. I like, I love seeing places I know from like long time ago. Not even that. I mean, it's not that long ago, but just like. No, but a place like Santa Barbara has definitely changed a lot. Well, any place has, but some places more than others. You know what I mean? Like yeah. New York in the 70s is definitely different, but it's different in a more subtle way than, well, not really. New York from the 70s is much, much different. Yeah. Yeah. It's like night and day. Yeah. Although I, I guess it's. I love watching films set in New York in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's but a... still, I mean, New York in the 70s, the buildings are still there. Like, the big, yeah. big buildings are still there. When you look at a, a town like Santa Barbara that, that's, that's grown so much in the last 40 years, it's, there's like there's going to be sections that just were not there or there now. Yeah, I think it's, it's much, like, because you grew up in the city, I think it's much different in the suburbs. I don't, I guess Santa Barbara would be considered a suburb. I don't think it's a real city. But yeah, like, where I grew up in the suburbs, it's like, when I was, even in the 80s, like half the shit was still like fifties architecture and stuff that had been there, you know, for 30 years um, and hadn't changed. And now, like if I go back now, it's nothing like that. I think Santa Barbara is a city. It's a small city, but there's going to be, I think in the seventies, the downtown is going to be exactly the same because they've had that law that things have to look exactly the same for a long time. Right. But maybe that law didn't come out till the eighties. And that would be really interesting to see like regular looking buildings in Santa Barbara. Ah, Santa Barbara. My favorite uh, soap opera. Yep, I had Tale Leone, which is what everyone loved it for. Oh, did it really? Yep. No, my actual... Well, I used to watch Days of Our Lives. Like, I got into that on summer vacations. Um, when Why I weren't you young. watching The Price is Right and no. Press Your Luck and... Uh, Speaking of Press Your Jack's Luck... Potatoes, they're going to bring Press Your Luck back? I think it's back already. I think. Uh, um, yeah, like, it, you know, that's the new trend in at least on ABC, is, like, fucking bringing back old game shows. But, uh... Some of the old game shows never left, like Jeopardy. Yeah, that's true. It's a good thing Al, Al Trebe- There was a rumor that he was retiring and that, that rapist from the Today Show was going to take over for him. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing he never retired, because that would have been really awkward. Yeah, Katie Kirk. Yeah. Mm, no, I'm thinking of someone else. I didn't know about her deals. Um, the one that had the button that... If he pressed the button, the, the woman that was in there could not leave. And also another button where they would just be pushed down a sliding board. Yeah. Trap door. Just, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. Matt Lauer. Nope. Oh, I know he's not going to get it, but who would get it? Like, they, they're they talking about, like, Ken Jennings, which would oh, be that fine. that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I don't know that Pat Sajak or Al 
Alex or Alex? Alex. I always get that. Alex. Or Alex Trebek were a known quantity when they took over the show, but so can't they just get some... This is a like, new era, Pat. This is social mm-hmm. media era. he got to be known. And Ken Jennings is fine. Get one of those sweet, sweet games. Although, shows. does he want it? What's his regular job? I don't even know. I know. I don't either. I think he just lives off that sweet Jeopardy money. Oh, That's what sure I would do. There was some guy on recently who... Computer scientist. Oh, is that? Yeah, that makes sense. That totally fits with my image of Ken Jennings. He He's on uh, Doug Loves Movies podcast often. I mean, w- w- I guess when he does shows in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, he's cool. Who? Yeah, who would be a good host of Jeopardy? There's a game we can play after the break. Should we take a quick break? Sure. All right. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade, he could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeplechasing. I like this. I like, like, it's like recasting shit. Who would be a good host for Jeopardy? Like, the perfect Jeopardy host. It's hard, because I feel like, I feel like the perfect Jeopardy host does not have much of a personality going in. It's true, yeah. It's created as the show goes on, so. Although, like, somebody with more of a personality would be nice as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I, I'm saying, like, no preconceived... Cons- right. You know, like, Alex Trebek definitely has a personality, and it's kind of arrogant, so you need someone arrogant in there, I guess. Maybe, but I, I wouldn't mind, like, somebody with an improv background who would make those, like, those question and answers with the guest less painful. <laughs> um, yeah, but sometimes those people with improv background make those things... Oh, Paul Tompkins, he would be a great... Oh, Paul F. Tompkins would be perfect. You just nailed it. Okay, that's done. <laughs> Who now? Who can uh, replace Pat Sajak? And remember, it has to be someone very conservative. Super conservative, dude. How uh, is Chuck Woolery still something? He can't possibly have had a show since the eighties. No, he hasn't. But he says um, dumb, inflammatory shit on Twitter. So he's still. That's why he's. Still, I'm telling you, oh it's the social media age, Pat. Oh, I had no idea he ever hosted Wheel of Fortune. So, so both. So Wait, I was Chuck Woolery did from seventy-five to eighty-one. He was host of Wheel of Fortune. Oh man. I didn't know him for so Love Connection. I barely remember. I remember he had a really fun show called like like Scrabble or something. I forget the name of it. It's not listed on his as Wikipedia, but I really liked it. I watched that. That was one of the things I was watching when you were busy. Well, a few years later, watching soap operas. Well, I, Chuck Woolery to me, he is like one of those old school person. He like he looks like he was born to be a talk show host, not a, a game yeah. show host. Yeah. yeah. The show was called Scrabble, by the way. Oh, thanks for clearing that up. It's okay. Yeah, PFT as as the new Jeopardy. All right, let's let's 
tweet him. I think I mean he would be great as any kind of game show host. That's that would be right in his wheelhouse. Did you ever watch No You Shut Up? I don't think so. Is that the one with puppets? Yeah, I think it it's possibly on Hulu. I can't remember where I watched it, but you should check it out. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it stinks because I mean he's super talented, but he doesn't, and he gets stuff here and there, but he doesn't get to get something like to make him well as well known as I think he should be because he definitely has the quick wit. Yeah, I think maybe I mean, pro- unless you're like oh, well, an avid podcast listener, BoJack Horseman is probably what was, he's best known for. I was just going to say that. Yeah, I, I think that's what's pushed him over the top for as far as at least financially. I'm sure that's really does really well for him. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's probably how he's most famous at this point. Um, did you did you listen to the uh, new Are You Talking REM Remy that they recorded at Clusterfest? No, it was pretty good. Oh, and I, no, I didn't. I'm not caught up. I'm way behind on Clusterfest, but I heard there was it was fun. Did you like it? Yeah, yeah. Peter Buck came on, and yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, Clusterfest sounded like a cluster. I'm really glad I didn't make the trip out there to go to any of this stuff. Yeah, it yeah. I mean, I think it's always like that. Yeah. I I like actually signed up to volunteer so you could like get a free pass to the, you know, the entire mm-hmm. weekend. When I didn't do it, I was like, yeah, I don't want to fucking do this. Did they like offer you the spot or did No, there was they had, I mean, just on their site it was like volunteer. And apparently they were like really short on volunteers because like I I signed up like the day before or something. Wow. Yeah. That stinks. I mean, it was they, they put together a good program, but it sounded like no one was happy there except the the people who got in. I'm sure were happy, but it was like they were waiting two hours and they weren't told. I don't know. It sounded like a mess. And I'm glad I didn't go. Yeah, yeah. No, you're going. Wait, you're going to see how did this get made, right? Yep. That'll be. I wish they would come here. I mean, I think they came here for. I'm like, sure they came for Clusterfest or the whatever Sketchfest. I, they've never come for Sketchfest. I think they yeah. came for like outside lands. You know, it's oh, okay. it was a festival thing where I was like, I, I, I don't go to festivals. No, they're here. Just they're just here. Yeah, so. which is cool. I wish they would just come here. I am surprised they haven't come to the Bay Area at some point. But yeah, I'm excited about that. And I didn't realize. I thought when they traveled, it was just like the main people. But they have special guests even when they travel. Like. Nick Kroll was in Austin. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, maybe they'll have a like a cool guest star. Yeah, hopefully it won't be that Michelle Balloon. What the one from Comedy Bang Bang? Yeah, yeah. She was she was okay, but she did not hold up for the rest of the show. Oh, have you listened to any of those? The live Comedy Bang Bangs on Stitcher? Not for a while, but oh, okay. I should because I do enjoy them. Why is there a good one that I should seek out? Um. Oh yeah, there's one. I think it's in Boston. Um. With the timekeeper, but I can't. I know I can't even remember now. Um, it's weird. I don't mind live podcasts as much I, as I used to, but I do find sometimes they are bad because the sound is bad. So I think it depends on the venues. Because I listened to an episode of uh, Dumb People Town that was recorded at the Largo, and I think the Largo is where I used to listen to podcasts when they were live and say this is off. Like, and I barely understand what they're saying, and they just don't have sound good there because it's the same thing with this one. But then at other venues, they sound perfect. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely, there are places I won't even see shows or anything because of the sound. I mean, literally, there's a section of the Dublin People Town at the Largo where you can hear a guy, like, blowing his nose. They have it, like, in the crowd right next to him, and it's just stupid. It doesn't make any sense why they would do it like that. Awesome. Dumb People Town. Haven't listened to that forever. 
Me neither, but I, I saw that Amy Mann was on, and I really like Amy Mann. Oh, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the Sklar brothers, but... <laughs> They're okay, and I think... What the what's the guy that does the Wahlberg? I think he's better part of the show than the Sklar brothers, actually. Oh, wait, the guy who does Wahlberg? Yeah, he's on um, Doug Loves Movies. Oh, the guy it. who plays Mark Wahlberg? I didn't yeah, know he was yeah. on uh, yeah, he's Some the, People Town. Yeah, he's the third host. Like He's the, he's the guy... It's the Sklar brothers and that dude. I don't remember his name. Oh, yeah, I don't either. Yeah, let's just keep uh, promoting other podcasts on our podcast. Why not? Well, I don't know if it's promoting. They're already very famous. True. True dat, but they are getting the uh, PCC bump. Pop culture. I don't know what the last C is for. Happy hour. Huh. I haven't listened to that one in a while either. I, but I have been listening. I've been catching up with. I stopped. I didn't. I st- started listening to "Are You Talking REM Remi" at the start, and then I didn't listen for the longest time. So I've started to go back into it, and it is so fun. It's really good. And they're usually like an hour and a half long, but they don't seem. What I understand is, if you look at a, a Stitcher, if you subscribe to Stitcher, and if you subscribe to Stitcher, that means you don't listen to the ads. If you go to Stitcher and you look at the length of an episode. It says the same as the length of an episode that's not in Stitcher. So I don't understand how they do that. Do they, like, as the show plays, it just skips out the ads and then the time changes? I don't know because I actually looked at uh, the Conan O'Brien podcast on Stitcher and they, and it showed the two different ones, like the one with ads and the one without ads, and the one with ads was longer. So Oh, maybe it's – oh, that's weird because I swear I've, I've compared Comedy Bang Bang between the two and it's the same length. Yeah, that is weird. Well, there was one that I listened to. It wasn't. I think it was the one before the most recent one on Stitcher, and it had ads for some reason, and I didn't know why. Because maybe you weren't logged in. Yeah, maybe. What was who was the guest? Stupidity. I don't remember. Some dumb dumb. That's still the best. I mean, they have not gone down in quality. Yeah. No. Yeah, we should uh, tweet to. Paul F. Tompkins telling him to be the new host of Jeopardy. You know what? I, I realized, like, because I had a Twitter account where I had a lot of followers and stuff, and then I deleted it, and I started a new account where I have no followers, and I just, just because I just want to see what other people say. I'm not on there right. to tweet and be funny, but uh, nobody, like, listens to you when you have no followers. It's weird. Nobody's ever replied to me, I don't think. Because they think you're a bot. I know. Ah. That's, that's what I was thinking, but... I don't have any followers. How did you get so many followers? Um, I, because I was on early days. I I think is what it was. Oh, I see. And it was a lot easier to just and you know I'd follow people and talk back to them and we'd follow each other. Yeah, I I think it was I just like because of the time. Yeah. Forty forty nine followers. I think I have four. I feel pathetic. But we don't really use it. I mean, I I use it now. Actually, I like it. <laughs> Do you? I post yeah, all I, the time, but nobody really responds. But I'm okay with that because it's fun. I never post. I just will reply or ask questions to people. I post occasionally, and I reply and ask questions often. I enjoy it. I but yeah. So you do that, and no one ever responds. People barely respond to me, but once in a while, I get a, a pity like, and that's all. I, that <laughs> uh, that gives me the dopamine I need. Um, Instagram, I'm even worse. Like I just don't. I don't know. I don't know the point of it. I'm like, the is any are people clamoring to see my face more? I don't think so. I don't know what. Take pictures of anything. I guess I that's true. I, just, I I look at people's pictures and yeah, Instagram is fun. Nope, I'd rather read people's thoughts. I think that's why I 
just like Facebook is fine. Even though they're posting their dumb political stuff. But I do, like, I have a lot of, like, musician friends on there, which is cool, because I get a lot of, like, music on news where? and on Facebook. And, okay. And I, like, hear a lot of new music that people post about that I wouldn't have heard otherwise, so I really like it for that. I like it for events, so I follow all the venues, and that's, like, the quickest, easiest way to get, like, when tickets are on sale, who's coming and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's smart. I don't follow any venues. I should. And I like it for friends and family and stuff to see what they're up to. Yeah, same. That's, I mean, it's that and music and comedy. I just became friends with Craig Bierko. Is that his name? You would know him if you saw him. He's on Mr. Show. Like um, you became friends with him or you followed him? No, friend, Facebook friends. Wow. Yeah, I don't... You... Uh, we had some friends in common. It's good. Oh, that about... dude. Wow. Yeah. Man, you're at the big time. Oh, what's this? Paul Schrader criticizes Brian De Palma as trite and artistically weak. Huh. That's a, is this a, are you reading gossip from the seventies? Yeah, no, I know. Basic no, this is actually on Facebook. But yeah. Not to get political, but how about Max Landis, your buddy? Oh, yeah, my best friend Max Landis. I, I great screenwriter. I mean, it's so sad because he's written such great scripts, but I did not know how bad the Twilight Zone story was. I, I mean, I knew people died, but I didn't know the extent of, of like, awfulness of Landis and whoever was producing with them for that. Yeah, well, they, now that's John Landis, but... Max, I know, Max yeah. Is, yeah. No, I know where he had, like, a party to celebrate being acquitted, like a one-year anniversary party. Oh, I didn't know about that. I didn't know that... The, I mean, just the... I did not know about that, but I didn't know how bad what he did was, that he was... He had child labor. Yep. And he told the parents not to talk to anyone because they're not supposed to be there overnight. And yeah, it's a mess. And it wasn't like someone's famous his father died. Vic Morrow is his name, but I forget. Vic Morrow, yeah. Um, Someone cool too. I had to look it up because um, I would. I had assumed you knew. Nope. Unfortunately, yeah, Max Landis wasn't one of the children. Nope. Yeah, and I, then so apparently uh, John Landis and Eddie Murphy were like tight, and Jennifer Jason Leigh was the daughter. Uh, uh, Max Landis, not Max Landis, John Landis and Eddie Murphy were tight, and uh, Eddie Murphy did him a favor by having him come on to direct Coming to America. And John Landis was getting all like, "I'm only doing this for the money. Uh, this is beneath me. People have to listen to me." He was treating Eddie Murphy like crap. So Eddie Murphy's like, uh, <laughs> he's, he "Oh, like, I know the quote." What was, what's the quote? I don't know it, it. In the future, uh, John Landis has more chance working with Vic Morrow than me. <laughs> I never heard that quote. <laughs> no, because like he he threatened to like beat him up. Oh, and, did, yeah. And but even before that, Landis was pissed off at Eddie Murphy because he w didn't show up at court to support him during that during the acquittal. But oh my the quote God. The, the quote makes it even better. And Eddie Murphy's like, "I'm not going to court. I don't know if he's guilty or not." I'm like, Cause yeah, <laughs> I gave him a job. You should be happy about that. Ugh. But that quote is... Oh, Eddie Murphy used to be so funny. It's it's weird when you can't decide which one is worse, the father or the son. Well, I pretty clearly the son is worse. Yeah, he's... Yeah. No, he's awful. And I didn't really know much about him until that... I had heard, like, little things, but I wasn't really aware of him too much until that Daily Beast story. And yeah. Well, 
before that, I was aware of him because he had had this big diatribe about the, the the Star Wars Force Awakens about the 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 main the main character being a woman and she was a Mary Mary Sue, which was a bunch of crap. Like his 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 whole thesis was stupid, but he went on and on about how it was just getting a woman to be anyway. It it fits with the kind of person he is. Yeah. Max I'm sorry. I'm sorry to to. I know you're big into MRA and everything. Let's not even joke anymore. <laughs> you don't. You don't know these days. What with Morrissey being supporting right wing racists and shit. I don't like Noah Baumbach. I don't either. I find his films boring and yeah. stupid in the way I find Woody Allen films boring and stupid. And it's too bad he gets good people to work for him, like Greta Gerwig. And Greta Gerwig is his boyfriend or wife or whatever or whatever girlfriend girlfriend or wife or whatever and she's awesome and he's blah yeah he's really blah and that's just like a yeah i don't get it um yeah what shit there was something i was gonna bring up until you hijack everything with your max landis diatribe Eh, who cares? I would love to do a diatribe to hear what you call it, because what I said was just simple commentary. Yeah, everybody is awful. But I feel like, yeah, I don't know. How do you think it would work if we took the cast of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and put them in Barney Miller? Oh, it would totally work. Although, there were no women detectives in Barney Miller, right? You just have to, you just have to gender bend. Yeah. Um. Well, I got one easy one. The uh, that what's his what's Levitt like the yeah the, that's definitely uh, what's his, the I'm really bad at oil yeah yeah well and Captain <laughs> Holt would be one. Barney Miller that'd be perfect yeah although that's not necessarily because Captain Holt would also work as um uh, I have to look up Barney Miller's character names the uh, the the cat well the age isn't right but Andy Samberg would be a good Barney Miller too. Yeah. Who would be uh, Fish? Fish? Oh, Fish would just be one of those old guys. No, that doesn't work. You no, know, that that doesn't work because the character was better than. Well, you know who else would? Uh, Mark Gavin Jackson would play a good Fish. Oh yeah, that'll work. You know who would? You know who else? Uh, Captain Holt would be good at is. Um, Ron Glass's character. That's who I was trying to think of. Yeah. No, I was thinking Yamana. Huh. That seems too small for him, but I, I guess I see it. It's not, he wasn't really that small of a part, though. He was a pretty no. major part, and he was, like, kind of deadpan. Yeah, yeah, that would work. But then you got uh, Wojo. That could be Andy Samberg, too, I guess. Yeah, that would be a big upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> to whoever played Wojo. Yeah, no, it would. And Dietrich, who'd play, that's another Holt could oh, easily Holt could do that, too, yeah. Ooh. Well... You could have you could have Stephanie Beatrice play Dietrich too. She might work. Yeah. Yeah. It was Beatrice. Wait, Beatrice is Santiago or is Beatrice? I can't remember. No, that. she's uh. Okay. Oh my god! Yeah. Why can't I think of anybody's names? I've just been watching it too. Um. Yeah. Anyway, no, she's not Santiago. So who does Santiago play? <sighs> who was like a kind of. Well, we're not we're not like moving characters. I know it doesn't have to be are... exactly, but that's why Holt. I mean, uh, what's what's the actor that plays Holt's name? Um, 
I can't, dude. I don't know why my brain is not working for actors' names right now. Yeah, I mean, neither. But he he's a great actor that does not have to do deadpan. He could do lots of different. Yeah, things. that's true. He, he I can mean, do he whatever could do he the wrong glass part easy, like the so. Andre Brower. God damn, took me there forever. Yeah. Oh, Fumara, Melissa Fumara is Santiago, and she could do. I mean, yeah, this. I mean, this would be fun to say. Yeah. Oh, how about the old the old guy that was like the inspector? Oh, the inspector. Oh, occasionally. That could that could also be uh, the guy's name. I just said. who Andre Brower? No, Andre Brower's husband. Oh yeah yeah, Mark Evan Jackson. Mark Evan Jackson. He would do he'd do well at that that kind of role. He's he's good for like a person in charge. But we got to figure out Melissa Fumero. All right, who? Would she be? She could be the the Ron Glass character. She could, yeah. She could also be, um, yeah. I don't know. Do you remember they had that uh, that gay guy that would get arrested all the time? Was he the, also the same actor who played God all the time? I don't remember. Possibly. One, uh, yeah, I I don't remember if they're the same actor or not. I definitely remember the guy who played God. Anyway, yeah. That, actually, that's tougher than it seems. Although a lot of people could play a lot of different characters on that show, I guess. Yeah, but it is, it, it's not one-to-one as much as I thought when I first said it. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Boyle would be a, a perfect Levitt. Yeah, no, that that's the exact right one. Um, well, let's do it. I think well, I think you're right. Let's make Holt, Barney Miller. Okay. Let's, uh, Fish, is it, let's go back to Fish. Uh, Woodrow Hoets, Andy Samberg. Ron Glass, Melissa Fermero, Yemena. We have to go back to that. Uh, oh yeah, because we got Holt already. Um, there's a. I didn't remember there being a Puerto Rican detective. He yeah. must not have been on the show very long. He I don't was, remember him. I think he was like the first two or three years. Yeah. Okay. And Dietrich, who do we have someone for? Um, I think. Oh, you said Stephanie. Stephanie Dietrich. I think she would be good yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, and I think the the occasional inspector should be a Mark Evan Jackson. He would be good at that. Yeah, and then we don't really need Hitchcock and Scully in any roles, I, I don't think. No, but we need, do need someone to play Yamana. Yeah, fuck. Oh, we, <laughs> you could have Jason Markokis. Mar- Mar- what's his name? Oh, Jason Manzukis. Manzukis. Or um, Chelsea Peretti. Oh, I forgot all about her. her. Oh, yeah, she'd Past be a perfect her, Yeah, Yamana. she'd be really good. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that works. Okay. Oh, we did it. We can watch that show now once they start making it. All right, let's get Femis- Melissa, Felissa Mumero on the <laughs> podcast. Let's get to it, listeners. Somebody got, has to have contact info for her. So what's next for the Broad City women? I don't know. They're splitting up, right? I mean, they're doing their own things, kind of. Are they? They're not good. I mean, I just I Broad know. City's over. Do they don't have any anything big that you've heard about coming next? No, not that I know of. Alana Glazer was at... Uh, Cluster Fest, like solo. So, yeah, she's very, very funny live. I know. I wish I could have seen her. They did brought actually. They did. No, it was her and somebody else. I think live. The, the two bro, two, the, two dope queens tour. Two dope queens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That's where I saw her. And I totally missed. I didn't know about it until it was sold out. So, so uh, Broad City did a live tour that I was on the cusp of buying tickets to, and I said, nah, I'll get them later, and it sold out. That was really stupid. Uh, 
Conan O'Brien, right, right between to the, the Tonight Show and going to TBS, had a tour that I really should should have gotten tickets to. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Had a live tour. I really should have gotten tickets to. So I made some mistakes in my life as well. Yeah, so. me too. Oh, and Bob's Burgers had a live tour that I really, really should have gotten tickets to. Oh, I don't know if that came out here. I don't even remember that one. Yeah, I did see yeah, the. Not to go. I was back when I didn't really know my way around very well. I was nervous. So. What a fucking weenie. Yep. I uh. Yeah, I saw the It's Always Sunny, but that's the only one I know. I would have liked to see, have seen the Conan one, too, although it was pretty pricey. Well, the thing is, all those shows sold out eventually, but I knew about it early enough I could have gotten tickets. So yeah. That's the really dumb part. Except, especially the Broad City. I was at the venue, and I bought tickets for uh, Doug, Doug Benson coming to do a, a riff on Revenge of the Nerds. And that was fun enough, but I can't imagine it was fun as as fun as seemed. And I asked if there's any Broad City tickets available, and I said to myself, "I'll get them next time." Yeah. Nope. Never do that. Nope. Got your Slater Kenny tickets though, right? And yes, Stereo ma'am. Lab. Yes, ma'am. Bell and Sebastian in a, a small venue. Uh, what else is coming? That's exciting. There's something. Oh, I haven't gotten tickets for it yet, but New Pornographers is coming. I'm excited to see them. Yeah, they're only doing East Coast, I think. I saw their tour dates. I've seen nothing about Substance Stevens touring. I really want to see him live. I saw new pornographers open for Bell and Sebastian back in the day. So neat. Yeah. Oh, Frank and Cosmos. I got tickets for the, for them. I really like them. Phoebe They're playing Her. at a two hundred people venue. Oh, nice. Maybe Phoebe Cates will show up. Oh, that's right. That's the mother, huh? I forgot all about that. Or. Everybody's Kevin high Klein. school crush, Kevin Klein. Yeah. Why uh, is he everybody's high school crush? What was he in that makes anybody high school crush? Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Well, he wasn't in it, but his wife was, so he gets the crush, you know, by proxy. I don't understand what you're talking about, so uh, I will just ignore it. I thought you were saying he was everybody's high school crush. Yeah, that's right. How does that make sense that his well, wife was? He was the man. So obviously, this these were the days of sexism before we solved that problem so it was everybody just had a crush on her. wait a minute when do we solve sexism uh october 39th 2017 does this mean it's okay for me to be sexist again yep because everybody will just think you're being ironic oh she used to date the guy from porches what oh frankie cosmos i thought you Mm -hmm. meant i thought you were talking about phoebe cates again um nope she owns some kind of clothing store in New York. That's all I know about her. Phoebe Cates or Frankie Cosmos? Phoebe Cates. Well, so does she, because she'll inherit it. Yep. Along with her brother, Owen. Recommendations, Asians, Asians, Asians. Oh, you go, because I don't know why I said that. I don't have anything in mind. Me neither. I had one earlier in the show, and I forgot all about it. Oh, I do know. Oh, uh, good. You go. No, I already did it. Fuck. Oh, I'll do. I have. I. I remember what mine is. It's a podcast. Uh, let me get the exact name. It's. It's. It's pretty interesting. It's a. It's a dramatic retelling of, of film history. Uh, they do. They're. They're talking about basically basing it on Steven Spielberg and George Lucas leading up to making Jaws and Star Wars, and it's really, really interesting. They do a good job of like with voice acting and uh, telling the story and. and Bits and pieces I never knew. It's called Blockbuster. Is it streaming? Is that or did you see it in the theater? It's a podcast. Oh, it's a pop. Duh. Oh, so it's like the lead up to the big blockbusters. Yeah, it's the blockbuster I, era. 
they talk a lot about John Williams and stuff I never knew. I didn't know he was so much older than the other people. And yeah, he's he's an interesting character in this story, and I, it seems like it's well resourced and just it's an interesting time when all these like high and low directors were best friends. Like you think of, I don't know, high and low, but it's like Coppola and Scorsese who do more like serious stuff or friends with these these guys that are doing Jaws and Star Wars. It's kind of cool. Yeah, good. Well, it was like USC and NYU, right? They all. Mm-hmm. And De Palma is a part of that group too, and. It's interesting how some of them went on to do like, like become icons. Like Spielberg is an icon. Lucas is pretty much an icon, and others went by the wayside. Like, I mean, you don't hear from Brian De Palma anymore. Does he? Has he done anything? I don't know. I don't think so. Eyes wide shut. It's the last thing I know. Wait, he's dead, is he? No, he's not. No, dead. you're. That's not Brian De Palma. That's that's Kubrick. Yeah, and he's not a part of this group. No. Um, but yeah, I, he was earlier. Uh, anyway, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, and, and Stephen Coppola. I mean, aside from his wine, I don't know whether he's done a movie in a long time. I mean, they're older, but still. He did do one a few years back that got really mixed reviews. I can't even remember the name of it, but um, yeah. Well, let's not also not forget Roger Corman, who like gave everybody their start. All these people. Yeah, I I don't know was Lucas part of that. I know that uh, Scorsese was. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think this was or not. I think uh, Coppola was as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, in that, I guess I'll recommend something I read a long-ass time ago, uh, Easy Riders and Raging Bulls, which is the story of, like, 70s cinema. Huh, neat. Did you ever it read ties, that one? No, but it ties in very well with the podcast I recommended called Blockbuster. Yeah, that's why I thought of it, because I have nothing current. Because I already did the Divine Comedy album, I think, on the last one. You so. did it? I mean, that's disgusting, that... You have, you, that That's means how you much I physical, like it. I mean, it's disgusting. Physical copies of things are really not with it anymore. It's gross. I, uh, yeah, no, I recommend, yeah, Easy Riders and Raging Bulls. The end. Uh, right to us right at popculture.com. Go ahead. At popculture.com. Uh, like us on Facebook. Rate us very highly on iTunes and write a review. And most importantly... Tell your friends to listen. Mm-hmm. And we will know if you do. Yep. This is this is the age of iPhone surveillance, people. You think we're just on Stitcher or whatever on your phone? No. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, shit we can do in the podcast world once we get your info. So be sure to tell them, David, our only listener. Um, so right. Michael doesn't listen anymore since you left him. I guess yeah, morning. he's probably he's probably bitter now. Um, I guess that'll do it. Maybe next week we'll do our our top songs. We'll see. But until then, goodbye everybody. Goodbye.